Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. How are you doing with that not fearing thing? <laughs> you know, word tells us repeatedly, do not fear. I want to take us to Luke 24. Uh, it's a great example of this. And it was uh, literally <clears throat> on the day that Jesus was resurrected. And the uh, disciples were fearful. They were literally locked behind closed doors. Okay. An interesting thing about that, we are still in the midst of the uh, uh, coronavirus uh, quarantine. Uh middle of April 2020. And so people think, well, this is just weird. This is strange. And it is. And there's things behind it that when it comes out, people are going to be so angry. I mean, it's the only way to describe it. (laughs) But it's not surprising because here we actually see sort of a bit of a, uh, uh, not a quarantine. A quarantine is when you're sick and and somebody puts you away and says, don't come out, come out because you are sick. Uh, When you are being locked away against your will, that's something else. Here the disciples were hiding because they feared for their lives with with good you know reason. Jesus had just been killed, but now they've heard that he that the tomb is empty and they don't know what to do. They're thinking, what could he be alive? Luke twenty four thirty six says this. While they were telling these things, and that's the two that had gone to the to Emmaus and then turn around on the way back because they encountered Jesus once they got there. He himself stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be to you. So this is Jesus, remember this, saying peace to them. Why peace? Because they were worried, they were frightened, they were troubled. Verse 37. And they were startled and frightened and thought they were seeing a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your heart? You know, why are you so worried about this? Why are you fretting about this? He had actually told them about a lot of things. But that wasn't coming to mind. They were just looking at the situation. They were just looking at circumstance. They were wondering. They were fear-filled. He says, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your heart? Why are you doubting the report of the women that I'm alive? Why are you doubting what I've said? Then Jesus says to him, verse 39, see my hands and my feet, that it is I, myself. Touch me and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. Now, they, they are just amazed. You know, they're, they're troubled. They had doubts. And all of a sudden, he's saying, what? See, look, look, look. Touch. Go ahead if you want to touch. I'm not just a spirit. I'm flesh and bone. See, they thought it was a spirit, but he knew what they were thinking. Now, verse 41. While they still could not believe it because of their joy and amazement, he said to them, hey, have you got anything to eat? <laughs> He's going to eat in front of them. They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it before them. So he's proven that he is a human body. He's got a body, but he's Messiah, and he was dead. They all saw him dead, and now he's alive. Now, watch what Jesus does. They had gone from troubled hearts, right? They had gone from doubting into now it's actually expressed they, they couldn't believe. Well, it, it, we say that phrase all the time, right? Because of their joy and amazement. Now, verse 44, we pick it up. Now he said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which were written about me in the law of Moses 
and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Several things going on right here. We see that Jesus himself confirms the law of Moses, the writings of Moses, and he confirms the prophets and he confirms the Psalms. And he says that all of those had things written in them about him and that they all had to take place. Some of them took place at his first coming. Others going to take place at his coming the next time. But this is what he's saying. Look, I spoke these words to you while I was still with you. And the things that are written about me in the law of Moses prophets, they must be fulfilled. That's the reason that the disciples here and Paul and those that followed would refer back to the scriptures. When they refer back to the scripture, they were referring back to the Old Testament, to the law of Moses, to the prophets, to the Psalms. Then verse 45 of Luke 24, listen to this. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Then he opened their minds to understand the scripture. So you really can't understand the scripture unless your mind has been opened by the Lord. So many try to teach the scripture. So many try to preach. So many try to do all sorts of things with scripture. And they do it in their own mind, of their own flesh, of their own volition. And they have not received the open mind of the Lord. The Lord is the one that opens our mind and guides us and directs us and, dare I say, guards us in the Scripture. He's the one that did, does it, and he did it right here to them. So he opened their minds to understand the Scripture, and then he said this to them, verse 46. Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise again from the dead the third day, and that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem. <clears throat> you are witnesses of these things. And behold, I am sending forth the promise my father upon you, but you are to stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. When you read all the gospel accounts, you see some really cool things. In the Gospel of John, it says that Jesus then breathed upon, upon them and said, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. That that group of disciples he was with, right there received the Holy Spirit from him. Right here he says, I want you to wait. I'm sending forth the promise of my Father. But you're to stay in the city. Another Gospel says, Tarry in Jerusalem until you're in, uh, dude with power from on high. So there's a group of disciples that received the Holy Spirit prior to what we see in Acts 2. But Acts 2 is where they received power from on high. See, I think there's a lot of people in the body of Christ that are truly saved. And they are saved. And when you're saved, you can't be saved without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit convicts. The Holy Spirit draws us. And when you call upon the name of the Lord, what it says right here, repent and confess for forgiveness of your sin, the Spirit comes and dwells within you. But there is an enduing, an endowment of power <coughs> from on high that the Lord desires to send. And that's what he did here. And all of it was to fulfill the scripture. He even said this in verse 46. That is, thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise again from the dead. And they would find that. They would see that in the scriptures. And he's telling them what to do. But here's a biggie, too. That forgiveness of sin will be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. It was for 
all the nations. See, Satan thought he'd won right here. Satan thought that he had secured dominion over all the nations, and he hadn't. What God did is what you see all the way back to Genesis 3 was that the Lord had a plan for the restoring of the nations. The Lord gave the nations over to what they wanted. You see this in um, uh, Genesis 11. You see it in Deuteronomy 32, how God gave them over to what they wanted. And the Lord gave them other Elohim to rule over him. Those other Elohim turned against God himself. But the Lord had a plan for the redemption of all the nations. And Jesus is telling them, telling them this. And he just tells them point blank, verse 48. You are witnesses of these things. You're the one that witnesses it. You're the one to proclaim it. Likewise, folks, we are witnesses to this. We're to proclaim it. We're to live it. And we're to rejoice in what the Lord's done. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.